0: Don't talk about Film Club, episode two. Apocalypse now.
1: What's the first rule of Film Club, guys? Um, I wasn't. Don't direct talk your about sack fil- in public. Don't talk about Film Club. No, it's talk too much about film club to the point where we have to record it all and put it out for the whole internet to see. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a long yeah. name for a
3: podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Don't Talk About Film Club Podcast, the podcast where our father takes us on a journey through film history. I'm Billy Stanton. Are we saying last names? Are we, Are we saying last name? names? We, we, we all have the same last I'm name. I'm Stanton. <laughs> and I am Professor
0: Ronald Stanton.
1: That's my, uh, my sibling and my father, respect... Respect... Tiffly.
0: Respectfully. <laughs> Respectively.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, today, we're watching Apocalypse Now. Now. Yeah, we're watching Apocalypse Now. This is a... Oh, I haven't got me so This is a
2: terrible start. This is a terrible this is start. A terrible start. I told my friend that I was watching this film, and they were like, I wonder what that's about. And I told them that it's a war film, and they were like,
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that. Smug. Smug. <laughs> Smug. Smug John. Um, John? It's, it's a 1979 <laughs> film directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola. Or Coppola, Coppola. Uh, depending how you say it. Mm. Um, starring Martin Sheen, Marlon Brando, Robert Duvall, and Dennis Hopper. I, don't, oh. I, just, I wanted to put Dennis Hopper in there in that little list, even though he's not that high up in the credits because he's barely in it. Yeah. Ah. But he makes such a big impression. Yeah. So, what are our pre watch thoughts, Bo? You're yeah. the only one that hasn't seen I'm this. I'm the only
2: one that hasn't seen it. And I have no thoughts because I have no idea what to expect.
1: Wonderful. That's very <laughs> good. And uh, yourself?
0: Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm always up for watching Apocalypse Now. I've watched it a thousand times. Like I said, at the end of the last podcast, um, I've seen it three times in the cinema. I think if it just comes on the cinema, I'll go and see it. And see yeah, yeah. <laughs> it. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed that we can only find the final cut mm. version, because um, I think I prefer the the version before the vinyl cut version. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's just that's just the way it is these days. Uh,
2: heresy to the final view of the director. Yeah. <laughs> well, it yeah.
0: was a, it was a film I loved twenty before. years ago before we fucked about with it. So <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was perfectly fine. Um, no, I'm I'm kind of the same. I think I've only seen the version with the big bit that he added, but. Um, it does always feel like a bit that it would be better without. But that's the version we're watching and maybe maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. fifth time with me
0: watching it or whatever yeah. I'll, I'll suddenly be Oh. Oh no, it's genius. It makes so much sense to have this in here. And maybe Beau will be like now.
1: I wouldn't get it if it wasn't for this big <laughs> this big bit. But yeah, so that's the movie we're watching. Uh, I didn't I didn't do the plot today, but I feel like that's okay feel like maybe we don't need to do a synopsis. No, no, especially no. as
0: Bo already doesn't know what they're expecting, so if yeah, you do a synopsis, yeah. then they are really know
1: they're Yeah, exactly. All right. Without further ado, shall we pop it on? Uh, let's go. Let's
3: go, Woo! baby. Let's go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have to keep that in the last one now.
0: I didn't know what I'd find at the end of the river, but I knew there'd be spoilers ahead. It's true what they say. There's two of you, one that doesn't mind the spoilers, and one that stops the podcast to watch the film.
1: I've got a little intro for this one. No, you have I do, oh, I, do right? I do, I do. I do, I've got a little I intro. do have an
2: intro. I, I do, do, I, I do? do.
1: I don't
0: believe in intros.
1: intros. Oh. It's- an intro, oh, just my intro just died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my intro just died. Cancel the podcast. Did you guys know that very aptly Orson Welles wanted his first feature film? to be an adaptation of Joseph Conrad's Heart of Darkness.
3: Oh,
2: I did not Which know just, that... just that, that's what this film is. I did that's not know that very aptly, Orson Welles wanted his first feature film to be an adaptation
1: of Heart of Darkness. It's
0: almost like we planned it. Oh, we didn't, did we? No, no, we
1: didn't. No. No. <laughs> I was like, for a second there, I was like, oh, am I being dumb? <laughs> did we all know this? No, I planned it, that's why I picked um, Apocalypse Now. Uh, um, uh, the monkey. title, Apocalypse Now... Is a play on a, on the popular anti-war hippie slogan "Nirvana now," ah, yeah, like the band. Yeah, yeah, they all wanted Nirvana right mm. now. They were like, yeah, oh, "I no. can't wait till the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> we need Nirvana now." And George Lucas was originally set to direct the film uh, with Francis Ford Coppola uh, just producing, mm. um, and he had the idea to make it a like a fake documentary. But then he pulled out to go and do Star Wars, uh, which led to a falling out between him and Coppola because he felt he'd he'd abandoned him. So then Coppola took over the film. Now, this Mm -hmm. is where our story gets interesting and where the real intro begins. When Coppola asked his friend and mentor, Roger Corman, about filming in the Philippines, Corman said simply, don't. Go. And yet, he did. Francis Ford Coppola invested $7 million of his own money into the film, eventually uh, having to mortgage his house and winery to finish it. He shot nearly 200 hours of footage, dragging out shooting from the originally planned six weeks to 16 months. Wow. Uh, the US Army refused to supply military equipment uh, because of all the... Uh, all the um, What's the word? Commentary. Typhoons destroyed sets partway through uh, filming. Coppola threatened suicide several times during the shoot, and it took almost three years to edit. But Coppola said at the 1979 Cannes Film Festival, my film is not about Vietnam. It is Vietnam.
0: It's actually Philippines.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. It's, someone in the audience,
3: it's the Philippines.
1: <laughs> and my question to you is... Is he right? And was it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think
0: he's
2: right. I don't think
1: it is Vietnam. I don't
2: think it is Vietnam. <laughs> well, watching that. it, I really felt like I was just looking at Vietnam.
1: Yeah, just like having the a The country, look. Not, not even like not using that as a term for the war. <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't, you were looking at the Philippines. Mm. Oh, fuck. I know, I know. I think, um, I think it was worth it. Thanks, a grand yeah. film. I think it might have been worth it. Maybe yeah. it was.
0: Well, I mean, and you do get the documentary as well, because you have mm. the documentary Heart of Darkness as well, don't you? Which, mm-hmm. which is a really good film in itself.
1: Well, It's not like they actually died. No, almost. So, yeah, what did we think overall?
0: Um, right, so my general overview is that I still love it. It's still one of my favourite films. I think in the preamble, obviously I, I talked about the French bit mm-hmm but I think that watching the films in a way to get ready for the podcast as it were as well made me watch it in a different way than I usually watch it yeah frequently. yeah so I think mm-hmm. every other time I've watched apocalypse now I've watched it as a lover of apocalypse now mm-hmm. and then we had all the changes mm-hmm um, the directors cool. cutting and stuff like that and and then, so I think I was then watching it from, like, I almost resented the changes, because cause it was, you know, one of my favourite films. Yeah. And it just stuck, like, half an hour of French people in the middle of it. <laughs> and it was like, well, it's a long enough film already, like, yeah. two and a half hours. Now it's three hours, four minutes or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You know, so I, I think I was quite resentful of the French segment. Yeah. But having watched it in this context... I think I, I, I gained a, a, a better appreciation for the French bit.
1: I agree, I mm. liked the French bit this time.
3: I
0: loved
1: the French bit. Yeah, French bit your favourite bit? Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I,
2: I don't think I would say that. <laughs> but I, I was a big French bit fan. I didn't even hear what they were saying for most of the French bit, but I, I just enjoyed the gap. The sort of respite. Mm. Yeah. Just kind of like the and op- I, I loved the, the the accordion guy who <laughs> plays the accordion for a bit and then walks away and collapses. <laughs>
0: It's kind yeah. of it's kind of like the antithesis, like the opposite of Citizen and Kane, isn't it? So three mm. three quarters of the way through Citizen and Kane, we have a bird us to wake us yeah, up. Yeah, uh, But three quarters of the way through Apocalypse Now, we we get, we get to sit with some French people yeah, to we calm get, down. <laughs> we get calm a down. cup of tea and, a, and some dinner with some French people. And and a croissant?
1: To... <laughs> Would you like a croissant? Bad way through the movie. They are not communists. But
0: yeah, no, I I, I enjoyed it. I I I think I opened myself up more to what it was about so it it, it sort of puts a sort of little political slant on it giving you a mm. an idea of how futile war is mm. uh, about how because the French are, uh, are always saying oh we fought this war and we lost we fought this and we lost because there's a big stereotype of of the French losing wars mm-hmm. um when effectively obviously they won a shitload of wars in their history you know what I mean yeah, right? yeah, more yeah, than yeah, us yeah. I, Them, but, but it's a historical stereotype against the French that they were yeah. always losing but so I, I don't know if that's why the French are there or whether it was mm. a, a comment on on the colonialism that I, th- I think I think in the book there's a bit where where he's, he stops and meets some colonial people in his right, African yeah. journey as it were you know yeah. or whether it's it's a comment on on how nobody Wins at war, if you know mm. what I is mean. So, it's, it's, you know, anybody that goes into war, no matter what side you're in, nobody wins because mm. it's war. Yeah. It mm.
2: is, it is kind of funny. These like rich French people on their big plantation in <laughs> Vietnam talking about how they never go
1: anywhere. I also, I like that it's like this French guy sitting on his high horse talking to these Americans, being like, You fight for nothing, and then like that i I really like that he's he 's saying this to this man, and then he says, We fight for this place because this is it keeps our family together, and he says that when his whole family has left the table because <laughs> yeah. they 've been arguing about this war, and it 's like so you 're fighting for nothing as well because no, it doesn't, my guy. <laughs> But, uh, yeah,
0: so I think I think that's the I think that's the only difference from what we said at the preamble. Um, are we doing star ratings? Yes, um, so that was oh going to be my next yeah. my
1: next question. I, I'll go first this time. This I think this has uh, resurpassed Parasite as my favourite film. I mm-hmm. think yeah. uh, so. Obviously, it's five because otherwise that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite film. I was like ah, three. I think for now
2: I would definitely give it. I, I probably would give it a five, but I'm unsure on that because I think I'd, I'd need to rewatch this and mm. fully. It's a I spent ask, a yeah. lot of time yeah. trying to figure it out when mm-hmm. I feel like I should have been less thinking about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was just, I don't know, I got a bit lost, like, three quarters through. And mm-hmm. I, I think I need to watch it again, and, like, because I didn't know what it was.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: So I I was like what what is where is this going for the most yeah, of the time Yeah yeah so I do think I need to rewatch it just let it flood over you the next yeah. time mm. But by the end I w- I'd definitely gotten to that point where I was just and with the the all of the shots at the end where it's just him in the darkness for most of the time Yeah yeah saying poetry or whatever <laughs> Yeah <laughs> reading T S Eliot <laughs> and I think at that point I was and another bit that managed to get me in to that point was definitely um i wanted to talk about the the bridge bit that they're f- they're fighting without the 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 circus bridge yeah the yeah. circus bridge circus i love the circus bridge yeah <laughs> really good with no commanding officer and they're um, all just shooting into the darkness
0: now <laughs> <laughs> well, my my stars for it is because it's, it's complicated i've got two stars scoring for it oh right yeah so for apocalypse now the final cut uh-huh it's four and a half.
1: Nice.
0: For Apocalypse Now, the one I grew up yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Five stars. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's cool.
0: <laughs> I take a half a star off for making me sit through the French bit, even though I don't find it even though I like it this anymore, time. I just like it's still not the film that I you know loved. Loved. Well. Grew up with. Um, it's hard with the with the director's cuts and all that sort of thing because I find I grew up watching supposedly some of the greatest movies ever made sort of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. were they were so applauded and so great in those days. Mm. But now we have the director's cuts versions of them. Yeah. Everybody's like, well, yeah, that original version was rubbish, wasn't it? So, no, <laughs> no, it really wasn't. It was like the greatest film ever made. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not rubbish just because they've, they've gone and done exactly what they wanted to do in the first place. It still works as a film. Yeah. Like, yeah. I still love the original Blade Runner, even mm. though it's got the the clunky kind of, Voice over narration bits and stuff like that mm. no, but it, 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 I, I, still, I still really like that as a film I think mm. I
1: love it Well, what did we like specifically? Let's, let's talk, not well I guess less specifically What's, the, what's, what's some of the good stuff? We've already oh, talked well, about Circus Bridge no, 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 It's good we, They blend into each other, these bits <laughs> so We don't need to be so structured um, I love circus, circus Bridge I forgot about Circus Place <laughs> the 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 music starts sounding like a circus, like they just really went on the nose with it, and I love it. What is it? What is it that, that he says in in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place where he's like, I knew some writers who who used subtext, they are cowards. <laughs> 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 I just yeah. love I love that it's full on. Looks like a tent with the lights, <laughs> yeah, and then cute. I love all of that. And I, I also with the um, final cut stuff when I was doing my little research. The original version didn't have as much time with uh, Kilgore, um, mm. Robert Duval. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I wonder what that's like because I love, like, I'm like, what the hell do you cut from that? Mm. So I found that interesting in my research because that's some of the best stuff of it as well. I think yeah, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. early stuff with Kilgore that's also again a uh, lot Kilgore. of this is yeah. so on the nose, but in the best way.
2: That's yeah, that's what I really wasn't expecting with the movie. Mm. I thought because everyone describes it as like weird and mm. but a lot of it is just making fun of the US military yeah, really yeah. explicitly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially with the whole Kilgore yeah. bit where he's yeah. just he's a, like ridiculous an absurd caricature.
0: Man. Yeah, yeah, totally but I don't I don't I don't I I don't think it's sort of taking the piss if you know what I mean. I don't think it's uh. it's humorous, if you know what I mean. Mm. I don't think it's yeah. it's done in sort of like um I think it's like more like a mirror. If you know what I mean, no, mm. it's, it's putting a mirror up to what is actually quite realistic. People we think they're absurd mm, and mm, ridiculous. Mm, yeah. and, oh, this is just taking the piss out of it. But actually, what I think it's closer to is ho- holding up a mirror and reflecting back to you know yeah, mostly yeah. the American people, as it were. This this is what war is. These yeah. are the people that to mm. fight these wars. Oh, I, this, is the, uh, this is the reality of the, the absurdity of war. Yeah, I uh,
1: agree, but I, I, I do think that it's also accurate to say, taking the piss and that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. mean it. That's like, a, a, like that, way, you know, was, that can be like, uh, you're holding up a mirror, but it is holding up a mirror in a mocking way, going, look at you, look at, look at what you are, yeah. you silly, silly man. If anything, it's,
0: it's more scary. sort of like watch them and think that is exactly what those people
1: are actually yeah definitely definitely
0: i
2: don't think they would quite be
0: flying around
2: in a helicopter with a speaker shouting please give me back my
1: board it was a good (laughs) board that's true maybe that's where it goes (laughs) Uh, it was a good board
0: i don't think that bit's in the original film.
1: No, it's not. I actually found that out because <laughs> they talked about in one of the shots in the original film, you can see Kilgore's board in the boat, but you don't right. see how it's got there, yeah, 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 and yeah, they yeah. never n- mention yeah. it.
2: Yeah, my my favorite Kilgore bit, mm-hmm. just like outside of the like mocking of like those kinds of people. Yeah, I do just love the bit where something blows up next to him, and he just. Like casually looks at it
1: because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. There's just something hilarious about that moment. Yeah, yeah. Also, I mean, we'd we'd be remiss. Is that the word? We'd be remiss, remiss to uh, not mention the the whole sort of like ending with with everyone. Like not the ending, but like that last chunk, the sort of yeah. final act where we we finally meet Colonel Kurtz. Like that whole that whole bit. I think. Is peak apocalypse yeah now. I don't
2: I don't think it, the movie isn't a full like good like rounded thing until that point
1: yeah it's sort of it, it does this sort of like meander that builds it up it's almost almost Alice in Wonderland like in that it's like this character that you sort of put yourself in a little bit where they go around this absurd world even though it is real but they go, it kind of uses that structure of this absurd world where you meet these yeah. different absurd characters, you go to different places, and you sort of get a, an understanding of this Vietnam wonderland, and then they s- slap you into this cathartic third act yeah. moment. He is the Queen of Hearts. <laughs> He's the Queen of Hearts!
0: I like, um, I think that, yeah, I think a lot, a lot of the, the greatness of that film, as it were, does, does come in that last sort of for any 30 minutes mm. but I loved sitting with the uh, the two of you as it were and going through some of the sort of like you know the more sort of like classic moments mm. that people mm. are expecting like um, Never Get Off The boat, The Tiger oh, yeah. oh. And, and, and how much more subtle the way in which he does his napalm speech. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. presumes it's sort of like, oh, I love the smell of napalm in the morning! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not, it's subdued. Like it's and Rambo, he's, he's quite, and, he's like, <laughs> and it's very sort of like, oh, I love, you smell that. And it's all yeah. low, and it's uh, a, yeah. I love that. And because my favourite part of that speech is always the, the smell of like like victory. victory that gasoline smell.
2: I didn't, I didn't know that was from this movie. But, yeah, that was, that was a fun moment to find out that that's mm. not how it's quoted at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat>
0: and I think that's a, a prime example of, 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 of how, you know, the, the, um, the cultural taking from films like that go, mm. you know, to, to... I mean, it does help them to help, you know, build up their mythos and all that yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. And that, but it then, I think, takes away a bit from some of the quality because I think one of the things that I loved about the film... Was there wasn't a single point where you thought someone was a bad actor or no. was out of place, no. or no. all the performances are insane, or you thought, Oh, that's just this famous actor? You know, like when you watch yeah, a film, yeah. it's like, Oh, it's just that actor in it, oh, yeah. it's, they're just playing themselves, sort of, except for.
2: Except for those 15 minutes of Harrison Ford. That's very much just Harrison Ford. But that's because he has two lines, and he's just standing yeah, yeah, yeah. there. Because Another time, him.
1: he'd only done, like, American graffiti as well. Yeah. Like, he wasn't, yeah. like, big. He was,
0: yeah, but that's, so that's, that's, that's the thing.
2: it's yeah, a posthumous. Yeah.
0: But, yeah for, for, for a lot <laughs> that's not what that means. I don't know what posthumous means. <laughs> means he'd be dead. <laughs> um... <laughs>
2: The not famous Harrison Ford is there.
0: Yeah, so you didn't you didn't get a point of any you didn't get at any point that there was ego in any of the acting or anything mm. like that. Mm. And 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 um, I think maybe we can kind of like not include Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it, it's not that you get to Marlon Brando and you think, oh, this is just Marlon Brando. Blah,
3: blah, blah. No, you're and still, you don't he,
0: feel his ego in the no, film. No, no, you're still hundred percent pulled into it. It's still Kurtz, It's still mm. deep. It's still wonderful. It's brilliant. Even though he didn't learn the lines, and, yeah, yeah. And, and pretty much everything that he speaks is either out of the T. S. Eliot book or mm-hmm. he's just ad libbing, yeah, um, which is which is great. I mean, I, I think genius. he's amazing. Yeah, it? like
1: it, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like oh, it's a shame he was such a twat about it. Yeah, yeah. because in the film, like in the final film, it's really good. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and I, and I think I think that's um, something about that film that really holds you is that it never pushes you out. At mm-hmm. that place and i watch so many films you know you know i do i watch films all the time whatever <laughs> and um regularly a film will i will will immediately drop off any sort of favorites list or anything like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. it'll be like no i'll either never watch that again or i know that 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 film has that chink that that, yeah, that yeah. problem in it that i watch it and halfway through i'm watching 20 minutes of um Danny Dyer. What films are you watching? But like, you know, quite often like Johnny Danny Depp Dyer. Or, or, or some other people. Yeah, like I was thinking, I mean? you, you,
1: you, you, this whole conversation, I was thinking Johnny yeah,
0: Depp. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that you, you you're, when you watch a film with Johnny Depp in it, you're watching the Johnny Depp film. You're not watching it mm. because Johnny Depp has become that character. Yeah, yeah. He's become yeah. Johnny Depp being that character. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that is probably because all of the actors in it are really young. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's not that they've got a big breadth of movies and shit mm, before mm. them. They're, they're coming into this as young actors or or not so famous actors mm. and they just hit it running and they just knock it out of the park mm-hmm. all of the way. Um, you know, young... Martin? Martin more famous. No? I was thinking Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne and Martin Sheen. All of them just, I think, that's a big part for me is that it's a movie you can go to every time and and fall into it and just allow yourself
1: to watch it. Uh, Is there any criticisms or grievances that we have about this film? I don't think I have any criticisms. I don't think I had any for Citizen Kane either. Thinking about it, I know I said I liked the French scene. The bit
2: in the lady with the naked... In the 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 lady with the 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 naked (laughs) bed. In the bed with the (laughs) naked lady bit, and she's like... (laughs) There are two of you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There One. is an evil you <laughs> and a funny you. <laughs> it's a like, <laughs> are you, the, are you, are you that fights and a you that and A you that kills and a you that are you A you that kills and a you that loaves, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I, 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 I didn't really, like, I don't know. Mm. I just, I yeah. didn't find yeah. that that was really saying anything for me.
1: I also think, I didn't mind it so much watching it, but thinking about that line afterwards, I'm like, that's not... What the film's about? No. No, it's, it kind of feels out of play. Because you never see him love. No, but is
0: that... But, but maybe, maybe that's the point. Maybe, maybe she's wrong. Maybe the point of that is to try and bring back his humanity. Because like Kurtz, he's heading down a path that is is just about... War and just about mm. killing because he does the whole bit about how he's lost his family. Mm. The last time I spoke to her was when I agreed to the divorce. Or the only yeah, time yeah, I spoke yeah. to her was when I agreed to the divorce. Yeah, basically. that's true. So mm. perhaps it's 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 a part of the film that's trying to pull him back into mm. humanity before he heads into you know the, the cave of the beast. Yeah, as it were. Yeah. The beast that he could very much be. Yeah. If if he doesn't sort of stop his his walk down the army mm. line as it were. Because he he says at the end, is it, Oh, they'll prop they'll probably give me a promotion to this and I'm not even in their damn army anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah it's yeah. it's kind of like helping him to to see how far Kurtz has gone mm. because Kurtz has lost the ability to love anyone. Mm, mm. You know, not, not that we're heading back to Kane or anything again. <laughs> he's lost the ability to, to to love anyone and he shows mm. that by apparently he loves all of his people but mm. his his whole place where they live is strewn with dead bodies because yeah, he yeah. randomly decides to kill people yeah. and stuff and i i think i think maybe that's that's where that comes from is mm. is she's trying to remind him you're not just the man who kills <laughs> you're the man who <laughs> loves
1: <laughs> or, or or it could even be to point out to us that maybe that bit maybe he's not got both those bits anymore maybe that reaction was Meant like I was meant to be like. No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, he yeah. bloody well, I mean, doesn't.
0: That's, but that's what we were saying about Bo when we started. To Bo when we started watching these things, mm. isn't it? Is is there is no wrong opinion when it comes. To yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can see I can see it that way, and you can see it that way. Yeah. Neither of yeah. us are wrong. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think that's a a good message to get out for people that if you watch a film and it makes you feel a certain way and makes you think of certain things, that's right. I don't
2: think he actually kills anyone, except for Kurt. He does.
1: Does he? he kills I back. don't remember him well, holding a gun. He kills the girl on the boat. Kills the girl on the boat. That's what I was thinking of when I was like, "That's the moment where, for me, he completely oh, he does. loses all okay yes. sort of humanity." Where he like he becomes an efficiency yeah man. Yeah. Geez, where I've it's just like
2: honestly forgot that moment. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Bit, I forgot that that was how that scene ended. <laughs>
1: yeah, that bit's one of the like. One of the bits for me that stuck with me from the first time I watched it. Obviously, there's so much like imagery like surrounding it. Like there's other, like I I mean like there's so many bits in the film that are more bombastic, hmm. sort of imagery wise, and like they they're more dramatic and things. But that bit is the bit that strikes me as so real. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's just m- most of those dudes are dudes that don't want to kill anyone. Yeah. Uh, especially Chef in that scene always oh. makes me sad because he's just like he didn't even want to search the boat because yeah. he was because yeah. he's like there's nothing on here and he and you can tell he knows that it doesn't take much for this to get out of hand mm. and innocent people will die. <clears throat> for no reason. Yeah. And then that's what happens. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and you could like you just get that feeling that he's been through this so many times. Mm. He's like, I don't want to get on this damn boat and search this thing because I know how this ends <laughs> every fucking time. Someone gets spooked and people die for no reason. Yeah.
0: I think my only criticism separate from obviously the French bit. Oh, yeah, I forgot that's what we were doing. <laughs> and, um, um, is and I think I'm not sure if it's a thing of the time, or if it still happens, I'm going to have to remind myself to Mm. keep an eye out when I'm watching films, is that a very typical thing of definitely pre-90s, but Mm. probably including a lot of the 90s and back um, films, is the, you have five characters, for Mm -hmm. example, and in this case we had two black characters oh, yeah. three white characters yeah, and they bump off the black characters first yeah, 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 always, wild. always kill off the black characters it was, first it was or insane or the Native American characters yeah. first or the whatever but the, the white people always survive while the, the, the black people yeah. die and, yeah. and, and that's a criticism, but I'm not sure if it's harsh because it's kind of like it's something of the time. Mm, mm. Um, and hopefully that doesn't happen so much now. But it's, yeah, uh, it's yeah. something I, I I remember as a kid noticing yeah. all the time mm. because yeah. because quite often, you know, they would they would be good characters. You know what I mean? You'd yeah, be, and you'd yeah. be like, oh, this guy's really great. This guy's cool. This was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Like in Predator or something, you know. It's like yeah, the, yeah. the Indian and the black guy, first two guys to get killed. Mm. They're like, you know, Trust when you're but. watching it, they're like two of the coolest people in the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, why have they done that? And over and over again, yeah. you see the black characters getting killed off first. Mm. And, and then so they're not getting to be at the end and and for you to understand how that journey has affected them because yeah. they've just been vehicles for the movie up to a point and then cut off. And I, 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 I love Chief in that. I think
1: he's um mm-hmm. I think Chief's he's great. a
0: great character in it and and and, he's and clean and
1: I, I yeah, was very clean. disappointed. They're kind of the boat. heart of it as well. Yeah, They're yeah. Like the heart of that boat.
2: But yeah that's I I like Chief's death. It's the, the a spear yeah like he's just so done like this is what how I die. Yeah. for yeah, yeah, yeah. this stupid mission that I don't even care about. <laughs> yeah. Killed by a spear. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. I'm gonna try my best. I know I've got a terrible memory and everything like that, but I'm going to try my best for a spear to beat my last words.
1: It doesn't make any sense. You're like, a spear? You, you fall off a cliff and halfway down you go, ooh, a spear, just to yourself. I
0: do, yeah. or, like, or like, you know, like you, you guys turn up at the hospital or whatever and like, I'm already dead. And like, oh, no. And then, oh, did he say anything before he died? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to talk to you about that, actually. He said... He said a spear <laughs> is, that, is that like a, somebody you know but
2: <laughs> clean's death mm-hmm. I, it it's not really it it. i mm. felt it wasn't very it felt like it was just so that chief
1: could be sad about it yeah oh, i was sad about it too yeah yes. I, I yeah it, it does have that because he's so young mm. it's like it that i think that's what makes it
0: Oh, and and the and the tape from his mum. That's what I was going to say. Which
1: was recorded by his actual mum, Lawrence Fishburne's actual mum. That's nice. But speaking of a spear, uh, I've decided since we've watched two films now with famous last words, Mm -hmm. that I'm going to try and keep a tally, not a tally, a ranking of last words (laughs) in these films. So, at the moment, we have at number three is Rosebud, wild, I know, <laughs> iconic line at the bottom. At two is a spear, because I just love that. And then, obviously, number one. Horror. The horror. Horror. So good. Oh, chills. 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 Oh. Chills.
0: The say? horror. Oh, I love it. Absolutely. That was a very positive criticism. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Um... Yeah. But shall we move on to uh, shots that made us go ooh nice or ooh uh, yucky? Well, I can, I, don't...
0: I can start. I can oh. start that off. 100. percent I think I was about to do the same thing before I cut them off. There isn't an uiyaki scene. Yeah. Oh, of course. Not. In that no, whole no. 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 There's not no.
1: one. No, they're all ooh nice. They're yeah. all
0: ooh nice. There's there's no I mean, even when they're doing the helicopter stuff, yeah. when they're when they're when they're in boats and everything's rocking around and
3: everything. Mm, and mm-hmm.
0: every single time and every single place you're at, it's a beautiful shot after beautiful shot. And it's every just shot.
1: insane. Every every frame of painting, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> Which but that's insane because Um, because it took him 16 months to do it and then 3 years to edit it well yes but not only that because there was because of the lack of film labs in the Philippines Mm. he couldn't um, develop the film there so he had to send it off to America so he couldn't he didn't, he didn't he get to f- see anything <laughs> until he got back to America. I'm like, how how have you made one of the <laughs> most beautiful looking films in the world, like completely blind? No wonder. Maybe that's so the answer. Isn't it? Isn't it? It's just, and, but I think I think we can
0: definitely all agree, and I think this comes from um, the last one as well, doesn't it? That mm. once we get to that last 20, 30 minutes when we when we're in Kurtz's compound home, mm. whatever you mm. want to call it, and um, we're in. Kurtz's house, yeah, and and in meet, and meeting him and things like that. It, it's, and I think we all said it. It was just straight, awesome. wells, It was, it was weird. light and shadow. The light and shadow. The the fact that the first time you meet Kurtz, he spends what five minutes in shadow. You can't uh-huh. see his face. Yeah. He's just talking, and you you know he's there, but he's in he's in shadow. You just
1: see like a sort of like a crescent his ear yeah and then,
0: and then he leans into it and you get yeah. the half face and that's yeah. very similar to what i was saying about the, the awesome whale stuff where 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 he used the dramatic change from being in shadow and then into light to yeah. to move the story along and to to give it feeling and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that and and the, oh, it's, it's 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 hard to say but i think coppola did it a bit better I can, I, think, I, can I can get behind think that, it, but I think that's because he's learned from yeah. Wall, from yeah. Wall, awesome. Yeah. Awesome Wales was like experimenting with doing that stuff. Yes, exactly. And I think yeah. I think Coppola Coppola he took it and ran with it in that mm. last twenty minutes, yeah. and 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 the the bits where they where he uses the superimposing. Yeah. Where sometimes it's just like two things. Like at the beginning, it's his face and the fan. Because mm-hmm. yeah, the and fan the, comes up every time we hear voice. a helicopter and stuff, yeah. like and stuff like that. But at the end, when 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 there's dying and killing and and him moving away and stuff like that, there's, sometimes there's like three different yeah. shots just being overlain with each other. Yeah.
1: Overlaid. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Overlaid. <laughs> yeah. Overlaid sounds. Cool. <laughs> right, I think it's overlaid. Yeah. It definitely. Yeah. Is. yeah. Yeah,
0: that's but
2: that's just
1: yeah yes <laughs> oh, i yeah. do
2: very much like the 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 shot of him with the incredibly red eyes mm-hmm. um when it's like i don't understand how it's lit in such a way where half of his face is lit but also just his other eye <laughs> i don't know how that happened
1: yeah 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 but that's such a great I obviously <laughs> as well the uh the rising out of the water. That's oh, so yes. so yeah. iconic, but it, it it's iconic for a reason. He yeah. just look, it just looks so good. you know they did that in a bathtub? <laughs> did they actually? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. This <laughs> film this film's insane for yeah. shit like that. Yeah, so he got back to America? We he forgot mu- to do the coming out of the water bit. <laughs> Honestly, so much stuff like is that. It's like, oh, we forgot to do this. It's um, the muddiest bathtub you've <laughs> ever seen. Yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, it's, 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 it's so
2: beautiful, mm. that, that last mm. bit. Um, I love oh, yeah. the... I just wanted... I don't know, if you're going to talk about another bit at the ending, then I'll wait till
1: after that. I was just going to say I love the shot of him in the doorway. Mm. Yeah, I was uh, going to say Like that, the, the silhouette shot. you really liked that one, so I stopped myself. That was very good. Would, yeah. would you like to hear about the ritual slaughter before we move on from this bit? All right. Yeah. Just, the, I got a couple of things about the ritual slaughter that happened. Yeah, so I um, know no,
0: no, that that... Um, affected you as a vegan. yeah well i
1: remember when when i first watched it being like is that real mm. like cuz i i didn't watch it young young but i watched it like in my teens i yeah, think yeah, for the yeah. first time yeah. so i think it was the first time i'd ever contemplated the idea that you could put real gore in a movie mm. you know mm. cuz i was just starting to watch films with i fake didn't realize
2: movies. it was real
1: and and like <laughs> it just had that it like it, it was that visceral thing of like i still don't know If I like that or not, Mm. you know, like because it is so like, oh my god! Like it's the kind of thing like you watch on face like Facebook. Someone tricks you into into watching a video of like like I got on my Facebook timeline once when I was a teen. I saw literally a guy crunching down on and eating little puppies, like little like newborn puppies. Like it, it, but it's that kind of feeling of going, oh, I. I didn't know I was going to be watching actual violence yeah. right now. Even though it is an animal, like, actual, like, the body parts of a living thing and the light leaving his eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this could be placed in the Can Men Be no- Normal on set, please. <laughs> uh, because the ritual sw- slaughter of the water buffalo was real, and based on a ritual performance, Copler and his wife had witnessed locally. Yeah. Uh, as an American film, it was subject to American animal cruelty rules, yeah. but the filming in the Philippines just, there was no one there to police it, so they no. just did it, they just got yeah. away with it, um, leading to the American Humane Association giving the film an unacceptable yeah. rating. Coppola downplays his involvement saying that he just happened to film a slaughter that was already happening, <laughs> which was something we talked about yeah. uh, when we watched it. Like, oh, maybe it was just something they were going to do anyway. Yeah, yeah. Which I think would have been chill. Mm. I would have been a little bit chill with that. I'm like, okay, it was going to happen anyway. But a place for it to be happening. Yes, right. But if they were going <laughs> to On do a film it, set. If they were going to do <laughs> it anyway, and they just moved it to the film yeah, set, yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like, I might have been... Uh, uh, like, but... Uh, Carson and crew recall him providing the animal uh, and directing the extras to chant and sing while they killed the animal. Uh, he apparently then uh, went overboard and ordered a truckload of animals to be slaughtered on camera, <laughs> but only one made it into the film. Can men be normal on set, please? Oh, yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I don't but, know if that's true because IMDB trivia can be weird sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know
0: how true that is, but yeah. I, I I also think when you say that is insane, that if you watch the documentary Heart of Darkness, <laughs> that by that point they were literally going right? insane. But that's
1: what I was mm. thinking. When I read that, I was like, if that's true, if he ordered a truckload of animals to just be like slaughtered yeah. on. To me. He was like, I'm going to capture all it's of this. He's becoming Kurtz. Yeah, that's what I was singing. I was like, yeah. he's almost becoming Kurtz. He's mm. like, we're going to kill 20 million animals for this film. Like, yeah. it was insane. But yes, yeah. what were you going to say? I just
2: wanted to say that about shots I liked back to the circus bridge. When they're walking around it yeah. and you see the lights making the tent shake. Yeah. And that's when the the circus music starts yeah. to play as well. Yeah. That's, that's a good... That's one of my favorite. Just the
0: whole of the atmosphere of 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 well, I mean of the journey, but especially like when you get that sort of night-timey bit, but especially mm. that bit, it, it, you feel it, you viscerally oh, feel yeah. it, and it, and and the way say, and and I think there was a couple of points where you know the incidental music mm, mm. threw you to a little bit because it's that 80s it, electro. It really like, yeah. sounded it's like a I I was I was in a, on it. it. <laughs> I yeah I absolutely love it because that's I I love I like how...
2: I like it I wasn't doing it yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I love I love how um, that in during that period and stuff because it's you know it's similar with Clockwork um, Orange and a few other mm. things as well where where they they just grab hold of this new technology and this new sounds and these new ways of doing things it just gave you something. Ethereal and so yeah, you know, anew, but without it being all sort of like floaty, ethereal, mm, isn't mm. it strange? It gave us a new, yeah. wha- strange, a new it, depth of strange and 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 emotion and feeling that mm. you know that that could like really grab you. Like, that just, it's another
1: mm. one of the things like the overlaying of stuff that mm. starts to make it dreamlike mm. yeah, and sort yeah. of which I I really enjoy. Also, any shots of the forest burning down. Mm. Amazing. Any napalm mm. shot? Ah, wild. Like, sure that must have cost him a uh, bloody. Well,
0: that was was
1: that his winery. <laughs> yeah, they just blew up his winery. No, that was actual Philippines oh, jungle. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. They yeah, yeah. fully like burnt down, which is another. Can men be normal on set, please? Because they burnt down acres of actual jungle and burned tires for extra smoke. <laughs> uh, to which Coppola said, "You could never in America." The environmentalists would kill you. No shit! Yeah. <laughs> what the f- Like, insane! And they'll-
2: And i will do it again.
1: <laughs> if it wasn't I'm you. I'm gonna make
2: the next apocalypse now. Yeah. I'm gonna burn down-
1: You're gonna call it apocalypse then? The
2: entire area of jungle in the Philippines.
3: <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice.
1: They've just finished regrowing it after the first <laughs> apocalypse. Now, yeah. Well, we've already spoke a little bit about performances, but is there anything else we want to say? I've got. A, I, this is where the trivia really comes in because because <laughs> I've cut I've cut the trivia section, guys. Felt a bit too long last time. Yeah. The, all the performances are performances that I've never seen anything like that mm. in any other film. Yeah. Like the, Like every single one. Mm. It's like the the mania in. Martin Sheen's eyes. He has like, a very good dead stare. Yeah, he just looks like a broken man. Which, you know, spoilers, he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, Kurtz, even with all the problems, mm. he puts in an amazing performance. Also, something I wanted to say about Brando is I don't think I've ever seen him in anything apart from this. And I always think any time anyone's doing a, an impression of Marlon Brando, I always think you're over that surely he doesn't sound like that because i've seen him in so little and then every time i watch this i go oh no he fucking does he just he sounds like he, he does he does that face he does that voice <laughs> oh. and it's so funny for two seconds until i get sucked into the
3: performance <laughs> yeah
0: i think i was listening to mark mode's podcast with he, he does a podcast on sounds with Lady, and they, I don't know, I think it's a whole episode or a very large portion of the episode. They talk about is it Ellen
1: E. Jones?
0: uh, where they talk about method acting, uh huh, and um, and and Uh stuff. And I think, I think that there was a a heavy handed feeling of that for Sheen Mm.
3: in that, Mm. where
0: where he was being, if anything, forced into that place, Mm -hmm. uh, by uh, um, Coppola. You know, mm. encouraged to be drinking, encouraged to be taking yeah, drugs, yeah. encouraged to, you know, go through all the shit in his life or whatever yeah. and stuff like that. And no. and Brando's often and said to be a method method actor, but but in this podcast they, they, they actually point out he's he doesn't actually follow it properly as no, it works no. so it's more just kind of like a a version of it. Mm. Stuff mm. like that. So I think I think I think that plays a heavy hand in that in that theme, but so I'd be interested mm, to know about your feelings about
1: um, method act. method, act, yeah. Yeah. method act, I think generally yeah. there are there are bits of it uh, for me it's like a it's like um going to sound overly dramatic but I, it it kind of feels like that thing of like <laughs> the dark side of the force mm. or like you know the dark arts in yeah, in yeah. in Harry Potter or or just in wizard tales yeah. because so, it's like that thing it it there are things about it that I think can make things easier mm. To put up a performance, for example, his wild eyes—I yeah. would very much believe—are because he broke himself for yeah. it. Yeah. But I think the sometimes, I think sometimes the harder thing to do, sort of technically, mm. uh, not not emotionally, because obviously yeah. it's much harder to do all that and break yourself. But technically, it's harder to get that just by fucking acting. Mm. And I would much rather. Be a good enough actor. Not to say they're bad actors, mm. but I think they're great actors that use almost like <laughs> Xbox cheat codes. That but that then damage themselves. Yeah, so and I and I think or other people around them.
0: So did you did you do at, at drama school? Did you do anything on method acting, or did they just sort of scoot we past we did it, scoot over it as it were?
1: Well, my sort of head of course uh, would be very much like no to method acting completely. Or, or, or I don't know maybe not completely he's a complex man mm. but um, <laughs> but uh, in our first year uh, all the courses are mingled together mm-hmm. and um, the sort of stuff that we do there is very much methody. Yeah. for example we do a thing called Living History where we live yeah, as a character yeah. for like two weeks yeah. um, and I think that's what really turned me around on what really formed my opinion on method acting because yeah. I spent a while thinking oh that's the coolest shit because, you know, yeah. I feel like every actor goes through that phase of being a, a teenager and being edgy and being like, yeah, method acting, yeah, yeah I want to be Christian Bale when I grow up. <laughs> and, then, and then I went through a phase of being, that's just done. Yeah. Uh, and then I think it was living history that really made me go, I understand the benefits now. I've tasted the power of method acting because I felt like that character. Mm. And people told me I looked like I transformed into someone else yeah. entirely yeah. because I lived as that character for two weeks. But I struggled with that because I was a bad bloke in mm. living history as well. Mm. Uh, I struggled with that for months after that.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting, and I think um, from from what I heard from the, the Mark Camo podcast mm. um, is that a lot of the stuff we have in in the sort of like general knowledge of the world and and, and we see and are told is method acting is quite often a perversion of, yes. of the real method acting, yes. and that if you actually go back to you know the original writers and the original mm-hmm. teachers of, of method acting. It's not that intense living no. the same person. It's not the Jared Leto sending yeah, dead sheets of people or whatever yeah. and stuff like that. And um, because the the because uh, he speaks with um, Mark Mode interviews the woman who's the kid in Exorcist, and um, and she's method acting. She's mm. big, she went to the sort of like whatever the. Teaching acting class school thingies yeah, in yeah, New yeah. York, you know, the really famous one and stuff like She was like, oh, I was there just after so and so had left. Mm-hmm. And she was saying, Yeah, it's, 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 it's the actual method acting is, is very different. It is mm. pulling um, your own emotions and using your own emotions yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But it's not the wholly living in the character thing yes. that people think
1: yeah, it is Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah. I really like how Chef performs in, in the boat, in the bit with the boat they shoot. Mm. Yes. when oh, he's, yeah. Yes. Like crouched down at the back when they're all shooting at
3: it. Yeah, 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 mm.
1: yeah, yeah. I also like him. Um, and immediately after, I I like him after the tiger as well when he runs <laughs> and he just yeah. starts tearing his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. um, um,
0: whereas where's I I love Chief in the boat bit. Chief's great. Because, yeah. I mean, cause I, I, uh. lo- I love Chief because in the in amongst all the madness. Yeah. He is like you know the sort of like a, a guiding light, a solid stone, a secure yeah, yeah. place, and you know. So you, you this might be your mission, but it's my boat kind of. Yeah, you. I love that. But line, but yeah. it's, it's but he's he's still also you know the daddy of the boat and mm. you yeah, know yeah. <laughs> and all that stuff and. And I think out of the whole cast, I've I've gone for chief.
1: For chief, I nice. Of, long,
0: but but I'm and, and I've noted in my John,
3: notes. I,
0: um, about whether I can keep doing this because I uh, he's he's again he's like a character actor he's uh, yeah he's yeah one of the he's not the one an actor that you'd imagine fronting a film being the lead person no in. no and, and my last choice was also not that as well you know so, <laughs> yeah and I'm thinking well I can't keep not picking the most famous people
1: because I'm going to need some stars in it. Ah, do you I, really
0: or can I be the one that maybe makes you just a film? make weird
1: films yeah, that are just exactly. like five weird character actors but just like hanging Mike out. Like Mike
0: Lee, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, exactly. Like you look back at like like at Mike Lee films now and you're like, oh, it's full of really famous people and it's kind of like, but when he was making the films, <laughs> yeah, they, they were weren't. really famous people. <laughs> yeah, People yeah, Did yeah. didn't know who Jay Broadbent was when he was making his first film with Mike Lee. No, no. You know, he'd what, been in Only Fools and Horses as the, yeah. as the bent <laughs> copper. It's like, no, no. So I think, I think I'm think i going to stick with my nice. character
1: acting collecting. Who was your one from the last one? Was it the lady? <laughs>
0: no. Oh. It was, it, was it, was it was the lady. It was the lady. Yeah, I had a I had a sort of like a lady, but if it wasn't the lady, I'd pick the um, the caretaker. Oof. Who's in your troop? Oh,
2: mm. I haven't. I forgot we did this. I haven't uh, thought about oh. it. Oh, it thought do room. you want do
1: you want me to do mine first? Uh, my my pick from this is hard as well. Mm. I I like. I don't know. I'm is gonna it roach. I'm gonna <laughs> roach. Oh roach! <laughs> oh yeah. Do you know who the commanding officer is? yeah yeah (laughs) no do you know who's in charge
0: oh yeah because the implication is that it's it's Charlie
1: yeah yeah yeah. ah that didn't drop on me in the film (laughs) but so I'm gonna start talking about who it's not okay to try and decide who it is as I speak because I wish it could be Brando, but it can't be Brando because of his fuckery. Yeah. I would not be able to work with and that. And you man. did
0: pick Olsen Wales, didn't I you? I did pick Olsen so Wales. Could you imagine I the two of them? No, I couldn't oh. imagine Olsen Wales and Marlon Brando in the same acting troupe. I was just going to say that through all of this, Dennis Hopper didn't get mentioned. I kept meaning oh to mention god. Dennis yeah, Hopper. Oh my god. I think and uh, and I and I and I and, and I forgot and I thought somebody else would and then I forgot and then he didn't get mentioned.
1: I think spoilers yeah. actually for what I was going to end with most likely and I think I will. <laughs> Dennis Hopper's my troop. Yeah. The guy in my troop. That man is insane in this film. He's so good. You clearly like people when they play that kind of manic hmm. can so easily be forced be untrue hmm. like like uh, I watch so many things where someone's being a manic person and it just comes across so cringy <laughs> because they're they, they, they don't they're not committed to it yeah like they're just going I'm a crazy guy <laughs> um but he he is genuinely just manic just yeah. like like hopped up, <laughs> you, hopped up? I love yeah. do you
0: think it could be argued that he's Possibly the exception to my... All of the actors are 100% in the roles and not
1: them. I don't know, because I... I think well, the
0: problem is that Dennis Hopper does it so well in, in all of his sort mm. of like early films. He's acting brilliantly and it's beautiful. That? But that is also who Dennis Hopper is. Yeah, that's fair. But I think he carries it off, if you know Yeah, what I, mean. I think
1: some people get away with that yeah. because they because they're, there's for me there's two types of actors. Mm. There's the actors that are completely... Immerse into a role. Yeah. Like two types of good actors. Yeah. Because I think it's probably two types of actors, <laughs> but there are good ones and bad ones of both. Yeah, okay. Um, so, like, there are the people that completely immerse themselves in a role. And when that's good, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. You can't even see that it's Gary Oldman. Who is this man?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but then there are actors that act like themselves in that situation. Yeah, yeah. And they're also just as great, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think Martin, Sh- Martin Freeman gets a lot of shit. Yeah. I'm here to defend Martin Freeman <laughs> on this podcast because I think he's one of my favorite just plays himself in a situation actors because yeah. he always plays it so real. Yeah. yeah. But he's and, never and think, a wild character. He's yeah. just him. He's
0: and I think I think Dennis Hopper in like Easy Rider, and then Dennis Hopper in this. Dennis then, Hopper
1: in the Super Mario Bros. movie. <laughs> no, he's just <still laughs> playing <it> there. <laughs> That's how
0: he <laughs> talks in, normally. Then, then Dennis Hopper <laughs> in Blue Velvet, and I, and I think mm. if you. Actually, you know, played, you know, had three tellers and played those three Dennis Hoppers at once. They are three different Dennis Hoppers.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Well,
0: yeah. I will
2: also give him that in Super Mario Bros. movie. That is a very different <laughs> Dennis Hopper.
1: Um, so I'm i didn't, he didn't get an Oscar for that. I didn't recognise
2: yeah, yeah. him when he
0: showed up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I love him in this film. The sad
0: thing is that I think Dennis Hopper is remembered a lot now for some of the stuff he did in... Um, Later, yeah, where he was just doing filler roles because Mm-mm. because Dennis Hopper, as a as a man, was a, was an artist. He did photography, he wrote, he was you can really in music, tell that
1: in this not just because he has a camera and that he quotes poetry, but that like him and Brando, yeah. Um, and I think I think this cast and this crew and this director as as an ensemble, yeah. Because there's so much poetry being quoted in it, mm-hmm. the letter that he reads from um, Mrs. Kurtz mm-hmm. is a Jim Morrison poem. Oh, like Jim Morrison yeah, wrote yeah. that. Also, like on that, like what's his face? Coppola went to film school with the Doors. Right. And originally, it was all scored by Doors music. Right. Because they let him have the masters of yeah, of yeah, of, of they the,
0: buddies.
1: Because they were mates. Yeah. yeah, and I think there is that thing of like this was kind of a scene, Mm. almost. Like, this feels like something that's come out of a movement. Mm. And maybe, I don't know if it stretched, but, like, at least for this film, there was a movement of, even for all the craziness and things they probably shouldn't have done, this movement to go, we're going to make this psychedelic thing that's absurd, but it's also real. And we're going to, like, push ourselves to the limits for for our art. And we're going to immerse it in all this... Literature in mm. this T.S. Eliot, this Rudyard Kipling poem turns up, and um, it being based on the Heart of Darkness mm. and, and all this, so you, you really get this idea that they're all artists. Yeah, yeah. But who's yeah. your guy?
3: Oh. <laughs> um,
0: well, I think I might just have to you go can't pick the 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 um, Playboy bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my plan my ruined plan to ruin. <laughs> again. Oh, Susie Q. <laughs>
2: I think I'm gonna pick Chef. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. just because Good. I I I do he, he, when he's distressed, yeah. which is most of the movie. Yeah, like, he yeah. does that. He's too high so strung well.
0: for New Orleans. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: no, I, I I had an inkling you were gonna go for Chef. Yeah. I think he like uh, I could tell he resonated with you as an mm. actor. Do we wanna do we wanna hear some trivia now about actors and things? Go for it. We'll start off with Mr. Sheen, since he's the main guy. Martin Sheen uh, suffered a heart attack, partly mm-hmm. through the film, yeah. which almost killed him because he had to go quite away to find help. Yeah. Um, he then had to lie about it and say he just got heat stroke because they were worried because it had gone so over budget that if they found out about his heart attack, that all funding would just get pulled from the film. Mm. So he had to lie about it to the producers, <laughs> leading to Joe Estevez, his brother... Um, standing in for him whilst he was away <laughs> so they just did like all the like from behind Long shots behind yeah shots. yeah and that's that's his brother <laughs> who also stood in for him on some of the voiceovers because Coppola when he was editing realised that he needed more <laughs> um, and uh, Martin Sheen was busy doing something else so they uh, got his brother back so some of that talking is not Martin so Sheen so you think
0: if Martin Sheen had like a toy where you put the string at
3: the
1: back <laughs> it would like be Joe Estabit <laughs> yeah like Tom Hanks yeah like Tom Hanks. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, unbeknownst to Coppola, Sheen couldn't swim and was terrified every time they were on the boat. Uh, That's that's most of the movie,
0: (laughs) right? Right. Apocalypse Now's version of Can you ride a horse? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um,
1: We've already talked about him being pushed to his limits. Can men be normal on set, please? But uh, the more detailed version of specifically that scene is that uh, the, uh, the scene in the hotel room yeah. was that Sheen was actually genuinely very drunk in that scene. Yeah. Uh, he punched the mirror. It was all unscripted, that yeah. scene. Yeah. Punched the mirror, uh, actually cutting his hand again. We have another cut hand. Yeah. He then began sobbing and tried to attack Francis Ford Coppola, <laughs> and the crew were so disturbed by this that they wanted to stop filming, but Sheen said to continue filming because he felt that continuing with the scene could help him face his own problems with alcoholism and mental health, which I'm like, Guy, this is not your therapy session. Please, please, like, let the crew go home. <laughs> you just tried to kill the director. No, don't make him right No, for no. Your student. no.
2: No, no. I think this is helping. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, his eyes completely wild. He almost punched Francis in the face. He's like, No, no, I think this is good. I think this is really going to help me out. Here's a few people that were almost Willard. Um, Clint Eastwood, Steve McQueen, Jack Nicholson and Al Pacino all turned down the role. Nick Nolte said he never wanted a role more than this one. When when uh, the original choice of Harvey Keitel was eventually fired and replaced with Sheen, Nick Nolte thought this was his chance but then found out he was being replaced <laughs> with Sheen. Although one distant shot still contains Harvey Keitel. I didn't know that Harvey Keitel was filming Yeah, he started filming it. It was like a couple of weeks he filmed, wow. I think. Oh, that might have been a lie. I haven't written that down. That
0: could have still been an interesting film. I think most of those mm. actors you mentioned and it would have been. Up it wouldn't to have shit. worked, no. I think Harvey could have properly pulled it. I off.
1: think maybe Pacino could have done it, but it would have been different. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: no. hoo <laughs> <laughs> no, Never we, get off the boat! <laughs> 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 I, think, I, think, I think what you've got to think is that. I'm a man that kills and a man that <laughs> <laughs> I think what you've got to think of is that the, the Michael Sheen character comes across as an army man. Uh, yes, like, that's true. Like, say, from an army family or mm. from an army background. Believes mm. on being in the army and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And I don't think that Pacino could give me that. No, you know no. I mean?
1: Pacino's too... Street. ...wild in a different way, yeah. Mm. Uh, Burt Reynolds was also considered. <laughs> but uh Marlon Brando hates Burt Reynolds. I don't think he ever met him. It seems to imply that he just dislikes him. Yeah, he said something about him being everything that's wrong with being a thespian. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, was, was his quote.
3: But, yeah,
0: um, yeah, I can see, see it because Burt Reynolds is very much kind of like, I want to be famous, man. Yes, where, yeah, where yeah. Whereas Marlon Brand is very much, I want to be an actor, man. Yeah, with um, yeah. I think But people forget Burt Reynolds did do serious acting. Yeah, yeah. I mean,. Um, um, the, the canoeing and being raped by Hillbillies film oh I love that one Deliverance <laughs> <laughs> he he acts well in that you know yeah, what I mean yeah, it's yeah. just that he's he then much like Leslie Nielsen who we've discussed but mm, not on this mm. podcast before then found moving into sort of like more comedy stuff yeah, fit, yeah, them, fit yeah. them better and then they couldn't get out of it afterwards mm. sort of thing but yeah, you know, I think that would have been a terrible film. No, yeah. I hope I
2: didn't. I hope that if I ever decide I want to go into acting, I will be the kind of person that can be referred to as everything wrong, wrong with being, being a thespian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think who, he also is that
1: now? Oh, too many people. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, I I didn't write it down because it was too much. But that I, I read a little bit of a conversation between Coppola and Brando about mm-hmm. Burt Reynolds, yeah. and I vaguely remember him saying that he he made him want to throw it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like after I think saying, me and Brando are quite similar
0: in <laughs> I get that response from actors. Yeah, yeah.
1: After saying all this about Burt Reynolds, I think uh, Francis Ford Coppola's um, reaction was, "Oh, he's a nice guy," <laughs> and I just think that's cute. He's <laughs> a like, nice guy, though, Brando. But, but
0: I think Brando had issue with a lot of people because, like, we oh, like because yeah. he like I don't think we've mentioned as yet is that he, he him re- and he Hopper. refused to be on screen with with Dennis Hopper.
1: Uh, yeah, well, Dennis Hopper says that Brando yelled at him over a simple misunderstanding, which sounds like something that character would say. <laughs> he like yelled at me, man, over a simple misunderstanding. Uh, uh, and so he decided, <laughs> this is this is Hopper, decided to deliberately antagonize Brando <laughs> throughout the rest of the shoot as revenge. Uh, which it led to Brando refusing to be on set with him. So that the one scene they share was shot on completely different nights. <laughs> But um, it's well. It was, I mean, it's well it, done. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
0: because like that must be the three years in editing, isn't it? Because you wouldn't yeah. know it. Yeah. And because you even have like Brando throw something
1: the book. at, him, yeah. and then and then it,
0: and and
2: it's seamless. That's probably my favorite bit of Hopper when he's just like crouched down in front yeah. of them. Just I don't even remember what he's talking about. but yeah. He's just going. I'm
1: pretty sure that's his last moment as well. You yeah. don't see him again. You after don't that. see him after no. that. Apparently, there was a death scene with him that got cut.
0: Oh, good because I don't. Yeah, yeah,
1: he doesn't need to die. Yeah,
0: because I because uh, the ending is is quite confusing in that way. Mm. In the what happens to everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, Because yeah. the initial plan is if I don't if I don't come back by nineteen hundred hours or twenty one hundred yeah. hours or whatever it is, you know, call call in the the, the airstrike, Yes, yeah. And then obviously, you know, no spoilers or whatever. Someone dies and
3: stuff. I think. We we can we're we're sp- yeah, 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 very yeah. much yeah. in spoiler territory.
0: <laughs> 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 so. so so Kurtz chops Chef's head off so you yeah, can't yeah. call the call the people in and then yeah. we have days of of, of Sheen in, in, in prison before he's released and then days of him out of prison or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then as they're going away, like it just it just left it did leave a question in my head. So I was wondering what happened to, to Hopper. Because mm-hmm. he did have his cameras and he had a lot of film to develop.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and um because they, they get they get on the boat the because the, it's just the two of them. Because you That's never get off the boat. It. Yeah, it's just Lance and yeah, um, yeah. Captain, isn't it? Yeah. And and you hear you hear like a from the radio. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. So I was left wondering, was was that because I can't remember what's said. Mm. You know what I mean? So it, it could be that they're just sort of like calling them in. Hey, do you still need this airstrike? Yeah. Or I think is that. It? I can't I can't remember. So does he call in the airstrike? Does he kill off yeah. there? Or is he now like, That's it, I'm I'm no longer in mission. this Yeah, I'm no longer in this man's army and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it, I'm finished I'm taking Lance home kind of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? left me wondering but mm. I, but 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 on the flip side I like that in a film though as well yeah, i don't like the... I don't like everybody giving me all the answers I like mm. to be able to uh, like I say like we said earlier about you can have your own idea of, of what's happened in the film mm. i think if 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 you're not given all of the answers then you also have the chance to um Imagine what happens after the film. Yeah. You know, fan fiction it in your head or whatever. And, and that's guilty. never wrong either, you know no, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I like that I don't know that answer. Yes. Um, but but it's it is is something that it's sort of pulled up for me. I think him and Lance go
2: home and they have a nice life together in a house as roommates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm. Roommates. Like the odd couple. Or, or like, because he plays... Um, Michael Sheen's in that sitcom with Jane Fonda and her mate's name. I can't remember. It's really annoying me. Um, but they, they do a sitcom where they're sort of like old... They're old ladies, but they just are yeah. old ladies, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jane Fonda's husband's left. I don't know why I'm saying it, yeah. It's, it's, it's literally, it's literally that the, 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 he turns out... he's he He then, like... Gets in a relationship with so, so he turns out to be gay. So that, right. that could be that Michael Sheen could be right, right. our apocalypse Martin now. Sheen. We
1: don't want us. We don't no want. he's a Welshman. I've very... been saying
0: Michael Sheen again all the
1: time. <laughs> Not all the time. Just uh, the, just then. I'd love. Well, I'd love that. Uh, <laughs> I'd love Michael Sheen in this film. Here's some some other bits about some other people. Uh, since we were just talking about Lance. Uh, Sam Bottoms, <laughs> Sam Bottoms.
3: <laughs>
1: who played Lance, uh, was on uh, various drugs—speed, uh, LSD, and marijuana—for most of the filming of the of his scenes, just like in the movie. Which you can yeah. kind
2: of tell, yeah, yeah. He's,
1: uh, yeah. But that, that's, what that, is he? That's... What
2: is he on in the movie?
1: Um,
0: they LSD. mention LSD. He takes like one LSD. Okay, yeah. And, yeah. and then
2: he's on that for the rest
0: of the film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but that, but that, that does also flip back to a lot of the soldiers in Vietnam were yes. were regularly using heavy drugs to just get through their uh, yeah, yeah. Like Lots of imagine. problems with heroin and opium, but obviously yeah. then a, a lot of um, cannabis use and stuff like that. She's understandable, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, but it was the because. I was shocked to see, because I looked at the, um, you know, when the film was made, and then uh, when Vietnam was, and then Yeah. then I was just so shocked to see that it was like 1955 to 1975. I was just like... Insane. Yeah, so to to, to imagine that this country and i we so were embroiled in that for so mm. long and and the, and the average age of of uh, of an american
1: soldier was um 19
3: um, <laughs> uh, speaking of the
1: age of a, of an american soldier uh Lawrence Fishburne fishburn was fourteen no. when when production started on this film and he lied about his age to get in the film uh... like much like a soldier mm-hmm. might
2: yeah uh, do we now head cannon the That he lied. Is also 14 and lied?
1: We can. Mr. Clean. Mr.
0: Clean. Well, he says he's 17, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, maybe he is 14 and lied. Yeah, yeah. Now now it's time for Brando. Brando arrived late, drunk, and very overweight (laughs) to the set, leading to Coppola shooting the. This is something that I thought was wild. You know, I said Mm. he was huge. Yeah. I was like, he's so big. Yeah. This is a little man. Marlon Brando is not a big man. He's shorter than us, he's 5'7. Wow. Oh. According to this, um, no, yeah, he's not with a, shorter than me. Though. With, a, with a good with a good pair of shoes on, they'd be alright. Right, right? <laughs> but um, but uh, because of his 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 weight. Yeah. Um, no, five. Yeah. Oh, no, i no
0: five. Fuck it. You're five Ten us. You were about
1: that <gasps> right, Yeah. Coppola Coppola shot him as if he was a a six five brute of a man mm. to make his weight seem
3: yeah.
1: proportionate. Yeah. Which. I think it's amazing, amazing. because he, he yeah. doesn't he doesn't look like an overweight short dude no he just he does look like a huge man a yeah. menacing especially presence especially like your
0: favourite like that door that doors, yeah. Uh, shot yeah.
1: yeah I'm like that's some amazing like camera work yeah. to make that man look like that
0: well I mean a lot of yeah I mean we talk about how great that shadows and stuff yeah. is, a, th- a lot of that was to hide um, to hide his what weight. A yeah. man. Because he Because in the in the in the book, Kurtz, when you get to the end mm. and you find Kurtz, Kurtz is a, a, a wasting away mm. skin and bone skeleton of a man. Yeah. He no matter
2: what, he definitely has very large hands. Yes.
0: In yeah. that one
2: bit where he's rubbing his head with his hand, I was like, that man <laughs> has massive hands. And a massive head. <laughs> and he a massive does have head. a huge
1: head. Yeah. Um He also had never read the book, which Coppola didn't know, uh, (laughs) leading to Coppola spending several days reading it to him. (laughs) (laughs) And he also didn't know his lines, leading to him improvising much of Kurtz's dialogue, including an 18-minute monologue, <laughs> only two minutes of which made it into the film. Um, but apparently, people have read that monologue, like the screenwriters and stuff, yeah. and said although most of it is complete gobbledygook, mm. it's a, it's it's very it's good well considering it's uh, yeah considering it's 18 minutes of rambles. Yeah, yeah. Also, Sheen claimed he had to hold Brando's lines up for him to read <laughs> a lot of the time, and that in one scene, Brando even wrote the lines on Sheen's back. Uh, Brando threatened with his permission Yeah. or without? Like a buddy movie. Like a
2: bit of a laugh. (laughs) (laughs) He wrote them on there while he was sleeping? I hope so, yeah, as a little
1: prank. Um, Brando threatened to quit uh, with his million dollar advance payment. Um, He was like, I'm just gonna gonna go because Coppola was pissed off at him for turning up late and not knowing his lines. And so Brando was like, fuck you, I'm gonna leave, you've already paid me a million dollars, bye. Uh, And Coppola told him he didn't care and that if they couldn't have him, they'd ask Jack Nicholson, Robert Redford, or Al Pacino, and eventually <laughs> they came to an agreement. Um, but Coppola was so pissed off at should him...
0: should have said, I'll get Burt
1: Reynolds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Coppola was so pissed off at him that he handed over filming duty for all of... Uh, Brando scenes to the assistant director Jerry Seitzman. <laughs> the role was originally offered to our old friend Orson Welles. Hey. He's back again, yeah. and then to Gene Hackman, which well, I they... think would have been interesting. Yeah, very different yeah, yeah. film. Gene
0: Hackman's a great actor. It would have been very different with Orson Welles because yeah, Welles would but... have been a bit older. By I think him. it yeah. would have been good.
1: Yeah, but, well, I think Orson would have. Done would very. Well.
0: He'd been just as
1: fat. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Orson Welles would never have stopped eating Lots to
2: make a film. Point, yeah.
0: But he could look less fat.
2: Just I don't know. through sheer willpower. <laughs> I <laughs> think I, <laughs> you could just convince <laughs> yourself to see Orson Welles as a skinny, a skinny man. man. <laughs> this is this uh,
1: uh, this isn't necessarily about Duval, but uh, Robert Duval plays Kilgore who is amazing. I don't think we, yeah, we gave yeah. enough props to his no, um, kind of absurd just, performance. It's yeah. very good.
3: Surf that beach! <laughs> um,
1: but Kilgore was originally going to be called Colonel Carnage, <laughs> uh, but it was changed to be less on the nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kilgore
0: like, is Kilgore's not on the nose at all. still, still. <laughs> insane of a name. It would be a bit silly.
1: And, uh, well, Harrison Ford's character is named G. Lucas... <laughs> Gee, Lucas. After, after George. <laughs> um, what a weird circle for yeah. that to be.
2: Yeah. Well, no, because it, it, it
1: was, it was, it's after George Lucas because he was in American Graffiti just before this. Which oh George that's was just George Lucas yes yeah
0: is that why he's in Star Wars I
1: I guess it's part of the journey to was, Star Wars I was
0: gonna say oh that doesn't make sense because you said that he left to make Star Wars but then I remembered that the, I guess
2: like the
1: pre-production Hans, and Han Solo is in it for like five minutes yeah and uh, yeah yeah <laughs> what in this for five minutes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Han Solo is in Star Wars for like five minutes uh,
1: <laughs> Ford's character was originally going to be played by James Khan but he wanted too much money for such a minor role so it was yeah. replaced <laughs> yeah <very laughs> um. And the final actor... Is Francis Ford Coppola himself, oh, yeah. uh, who played the reporter in that one scene because the original actor just didn't show up. <laughs> oh, so that wasn't a joke about him no. being a director. he was just like, oh, I'll fucking do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't look at the camera!
1: And now it's music time, guys. It's music time. music time! It's music. I actually have things to music say time. about the music this time. This is the music
3: end. Time. This it's is the end.
1: end. Dum-dum-dum, my only friend. Anyway, yeah, I loved the music. I thought the Good weird music. sort of like... I was like... Is this Vangelis? And it's not. (laughs) Um, It's Carmine Coppola, father of of Francis. What,
0: all the incident music?
1: Yeah, all the like... I think it's him and another guy, but...
0: I think you should, like, let me do things like that. Yeah. Whenever you do stuff, you're like, oh, this friend of mine's
1: doing that. Oh, <laughs> this you... friend of mine's d- oh. designing this art thing for you. Me. Need to...
2: And I sit there and go,
3: you, <laughs> you need, need to learn in... the
2: importance of nepotism, child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need to... Daddy nepotism. You
1: need, to... you need to learn about family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I love that. I, lo- I love that instant music. It's so good. Got, yeah. like, I, like I told you when we watched it, I've got the original soundtrack double album. Oh, legit, nice. I loved it. And... What's great about that album as well? There's a lot of like quotes on it. So there's a lot of the oh. there's a lot of the um, dialogue on it. That's cool. Like I always like that. that. Yeah. That's so always not, good to put in a mixtape. Yeah. Well. So it's not just sort of like the tracks, which it's like because I remember you saying, "Oh wow, it's it's tune after tune. Loads of great tunes mm, in this mm, thing." It's mm, like so, but but um, it's, it's like the carnival. So, song. so the soundtrack's <laughs> not that. It's it's literally sort of like pulled out of the movie. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so back in the day when we used to make mixtapes. Yeah. Mates and girls and whatever else. Mates and girls. Else. Mates and girls. The two um, genders. Um, <laughs> mates and girls. You know, what I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. When, you're, when you're flirting with a girl, and you give the mates to the girl, <laughs> uh, or or you just give your mates mix, say, "Is is what I'm listening to? here's what I'm listening to?" Mm. Um, we, used to cue, we used to we used to queue up <coughs> and put lots of sort of quotes and
3: movie in
0: there and stuff like that. So it was that album was great. That was always
2: yeah, good. Yeah. It was for that Honestly, with the soundtrack, at some points I thought I was watching classic Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like,
0: uh, that's kind of the vibe it had. Yeah, yeah. yeah, What I really liked is is that like you 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 were saying mm-hmm. um, there's just really great songs in it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So like in say like um, Baby Driver, mm. where I mean I guess you're listening to it on his headphones, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, so maybe that's not a great example. Um, But in other films where they're just playing music over a certain scene to give it a certain feel. And it's the director's favourite song for Mm, this. mm. has always wanted to put this in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get that in this film at all. Every time it so organically comes into the film. I like that. It's coming from a radio or it's coming from this or it's coming from that. And it's not being forced on you. It's literally just, this is what was playing while this was happening. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, and I really enjoyed that about that. I think it, it's similar to the sort of actors where the actors don't pull you out. Mm. The, the the songs mm. don't pull you out. And yeah. And they pull you more in and give you a sort of like an extra texture and like an extra flavour. Yeah.
1: Mm. I really liked the use of the end mm. because I think, I just think it's genius how it's sort of like, I don't know if, I, I don't know if I, there's another example of this that I've even seen mm. where the film starts with that song. Yeah. And it sort of organically fades out into the film, and then it comes back, like organically fades back in and out in yeah, the middle, yeah. and then the it ends with that as well, mm. like or like there's big big part of the ending is that.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it's a big big part of the instrumental, isn't it? he? Yeah. he pulls the instrumental out and into it and stuff. Exactly. And like, and it all just matches, and he cues it up with the, yeah, yeah,
1: with with people dying, cows and the, and dying, cow and everything. And the, yeah. It's yeah. And yeah. I just think. It, it makes it almost like that that is the song of the film mm. Do you know what I mean like yeah, yeah. it's like this weird thing where it's like they're almost com- they're almost interlinked with each other like you you can't have one without the other anymore mm. if that makes sense like you mm. listen to the end and you think of Apocalypse Now and you watch Apocalypse Now and the end isn't just a song that is playing in it it's part of the yeah. movie like because yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's almost as though that song has been playing the whole time mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like Because it just fades in and out.
0: You think it's like, it's just what's inside my, Martin Sheen's head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the,
1: always, it's always just running just over Captain over Willard,
2: Willard loves the <laughs> doors. <laughs>
1: we have to talk about Ride of the Valkyries. <clears throat> That's another thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are right. Yeah. Uh, Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> that's another thing like the napalm thing Mm. has always talked about as this really cool moment yeah and it's like oh isn't it so cool and badass and in the film it's so disturbing they Mm. blow up a school yeah Mm. they it's like it makes you think of how much we do celebrate that in in media like Mm. I like Mm. you know I'm not gonna like go oh I'll never watch a Marvel movie again (laughs) but like there is that thing of like it does put that bad taste in your mouth with all those for example, Marvel films, it's not only Marvel films, it's just because we like Marvel films. It's in my head. That thing of like that a lot of them are military propaganda, yeah, and we right. cheer for Iron Man blowing up a bunch of people in the Middle East mm. you know I've never watched cheer for a Man as he plays Back in Black yeah, by yeah. ACDC yeah, yeah. and I'm like it's the same thing yeah. but in this it's awful because mm. he's like yeah, it really scares the shit out of them and then mm. they, they play it and then you see the kids running away yeah. and mm. then the whole thing happens and I'm just like that's
3: gross yeah
0: it's, it's, it's very much like the precursor of, of, of using such things as torture and stuff like that mm. too, isn't it it's, it's mm. Use, using uh, those sorts of things that are supposed to impassion and be beautiful and, 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 and tying them into that sort of murderous mm. genocide and, mm. and what, stuff. As what so.
1: did you think, having. having? Did you know that was part of this film? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just but like you the knew Napalm sort film. Of
2: um, what, with the, the, the flight of the Valkyries and... yeah, helicopters? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'd heard that much before. But yeah, I didn't realise that was going to be. like. As soon as it cuts to where they're going to, you're like, Oh! (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, oh, shit. (laughs) The use of that song uh, is intentionally ironic as well, because it depicts... Uh, in the in the opera that it's in, it mm-hmm. depicts the Valkyries arriving to battle at a point of apparent victory that later results in defeat. Oh, so it's yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. ironic thing that they're playing it as a victory song, yeah, yeah. but it's actually about how they're gonna lose.
0: Which is which is which is again like what we were saying about the the French bit. Yeah, you know, exactly. There are no winners in war, and no, you know, it's kind
1: and of we we talked a lot about um, an Inspector Calls because we both did it at, at yeah. school, and that has a lot of yeah. that of like the Germans um, don't want war. The Titanic's unsinkable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a lot of like them saying things that people thought at the time Mm. that were proved so arrogant. Now we're at the uh, the any last thoughts moment. Uh, This uh, can't end too soon. I know. Well, Um, we've still got our week in art, which will any last thoughts. I think five five million (laughs) years. And
0: I think any last thoughts. I'd like to watch the documentary again. Where you guys. I'd love to watch the documentary. I no, need to rewatch the film. I think that I got more joy out of watching this film with you than I did with Citizen Kane. If you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. Like, because I think it's it's always been so much part of uh, me since I was young. It's like one of my earliest sort of favourite films. An extra little uh, snippet of factual information is <laughs> that my. Um, the the what's it called the flight the, the ride of the it's it's ride of the Valkyries of here part. but I think people
1: do call it flight yeah, as well I've um, only ever heard it called flight I think it's originally in German so it's yeah, probably yeah. translated a couple of different ways
0: yeah so it was was um,
1: ding dong so
0: yes yeah, so the flight of the Valkyries was played at my father's funeral yeah because yeah. Uh, he he loved that song because it was in a war film yeah that that <laughs> because, is wild to me because he was an ex soldier
1: madman um, my last thoughts are it's my favorite film of all time at the moment, and I would recommend it to anyone if you've got a spare three hours. <laughs> um, but what I really want to leave everyone on for this film is this little tidbit: the original ending in the original screenplay.
0: Was it a big giant squid?
1: No, had Kurtz fighting off an attack by U- U.S. helicopters with a with 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 guns with a machine gun, <laughs> exclaiming to Willard. Hmm. I can feel the power in my loins. <laughs> and I, did they film that? No, 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 that was just in the original <laughs> screenplay before, like, they did a lot of edits and stuff. <laughs> but I think that's amazing. I can feel the power in my loins. I'm
0: going to paint that picture.
1: Yeah, I see Brando doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> I can feel the power in my loins. <laughs> oh, man. Now it's time for our little final segment, our week in arts. Our week in Ah uh, who art. wants to see art this who is just a little start? bit about the art we've consumed over the past week spoilers ahead for old and glass the films not the the concepts
0: i've been rewatching firefly i'm really enjoying it i did it because i was just because i was trying to find something to listen to when i don't sleep at night and mm. listen to a couple of firefly audiobooks on oh Google. nice which are also quite good, yeah. um, and so I thought, oh, well, I'll just rewatch it, and I just, mm. I just say, I'm really enjoyed it. It holds up, as it yeah, be, yeah, if you know what I mean. Um, uh, even sort of visually and like you know, mm. story wise, it holds up quite well. Um, so I'm enjoying that, and I nice. also watched Old,
1: the beach that makes you old, the beach, the that, beach makes that, you that makes you, makes you old, old. Yeah. Yes. Oh. How is it? I watch.
0: How it is it? And it's not very
1: good. No. Did The beach
2: make them old. It
1: did. The beach did make They know them what that. they
2: fan. They yeah. know. They know <laughs> what their fans want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they want a beach that makes you old. Yeah. No. It just. It,
0: I could. I kind of could see. Because it's um, M Night. It's, yeah. M Night Shyamalan. What yeah. was the twist? It was The Rocks. Something <laughs> yeah, about The Rocks. Spoilers. Yeah, no, it's not really a twist. I guess <laughs> the twist is, you know, just that, oh, we're on some weird supernatural beach where everybody's getting old and dying and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. No. Well, mm. yeah, no, and, 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 and I guess you find out kind of like why they've been put there at the, at the end. Right, right. right. Oh. So I it's been less been of a there. twist, mm. more of an explanation as it were. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. See, yeah. You kind of see them kind of like get dropped off and stuff and then they are walk down there and, and you very much get the impression they're being like dropped off. Right, oh. and, and so to get old, and, to get uh, old, yeah, to get, get off get old. my helicopter and get old. It's then it's then very much like a a, a piece amongst the actors, you know, and reacting mm-hmm. to things and stuff, and it just reacting doesn't to getting old, yeah, and it just doesn't really hit very well. No, it I doesn't. can't imagine um, some of the, the the changes from like say like the children that up to then adults and things. Right, yeah, I don't think the sort of the progression of the actors works very well. Uh-huh. Yeah, just generally it felt a bit flat. I mean, mm. I, I kind of I like some of. Um and like stuff, you know i i like i like the the split and glass and Unbreakable. That's him,
1: isn't it? Uh, yes, I like Split. I like Unbreakable. I didn't like Glass. Is Glass the last one? Yeah, Glass, yeah. yeah now that's one. the worst. Glass one, yeah. is a bit shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. that that, that really well, I like good. the bit where they drown
1: him
2: in a puddle though. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's yeah. That's <laughs> <what I've> done, <laughs> Was done better in the first one. I, I
2: think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think but it's I, funny th- that this time it's a puddle. <laughs> I, did,
0: um, I think that feels like he's like that feels like a tying up kind of mm-hmm. film, doesn't mm-hmm. it? That 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 he should have put more thought into. Yes, um, yeah. and I think this film feels like it needed a little bit more thought put into it. I think Mm, he had mm. the idea and he ran with it before Mm. there's like a really good screenplay. Solid foundation. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I was replaying Metal Gear Solid 2. Nice. I've gotten about three and a half hours into it now. And this time I actually played the the, the intro it has, Mm. where you're actually playing as Solid Snake, who is advertised (laughs) as the
0: uh, main character of the game. Is it wrong that I'm picturing... An erect penis. <laughs> <laughs> An erect no, snake? No. Um, big trouble
1: in Little China and the thing. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah. Kurt Russell would solid have been... Solid snake. He would have played snake in the in the 80s, 100%. <laughs> that's his name in... It is, yeah.
0: He's to yeah. New
1: York. Yeah, but I just mean he would also have played Solid Snake yeah. in the 80s. Because like, yeah. he well, he's a he solid is snake. He Snake Pliskin. Mm. Pliskin.
2: Iroquois Bliskin. Bliskin? That's what that's his like fake name he gives to Raiden um
1: in Metal Gear Solid two. So, so it must be a reference sort of, yeah, to Escape to New York. Yeah. I, well, because Hideo Kojima is a big movie guy, so yeah, yeah, wouldn't so, put it past. So,
0: that. so he it sounds like he may have named this snake character after, after Snake, Snake from. Yeah. Oh, Escape is, that, from New what,
3: York. is that his name in Yeah, a, yeah, 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 a yeah, yeah, Snake
2: Bliskin.
0: So yeah. Ooh, the connections we make. <laughs> oh wow. And and. There's it's, awesome whales in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, no, but, 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 but when you first see the character, completely in shadow. <laughs> but yeah,
2: just this <laughs> intro, which I guess. Spoilers for the in for the beginning first mission of Metal Gear Solid 2 mm-hmm. It ends with Revolver Ocelot who is this, this, Yeah, this Russian man who uses a revolver comes to take back the big weapon they have
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, And then for Metal Gear and then just out of nowhere He gets taken over by his arm <laughs> Which is actually the arm of Solid Snake's twin because they're clones <laughs> um really? who is british and he starts speaking in a british and accent called... and his his name is liquid snake thank you that's um, the funniest thing which is bit. very much this is a very insane Solid snake moment and liquid snake. having yeah, yeah. not played the first metal gear sort, <laughs> and he just suddenly starts talking british british and he's like he's like long time no see brother <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's such that's an now. amazing moment <laughs> <laughs> i'm now gotten on to the actual main bit of the game mm-hmm and it i've the first time i played it i was like this is one of the best games i've played and i do think it's even better on a replay so far mm, nice um, i do love vamp but, the um, the sexy bise- bisexual vampire man who mm. is called vamp for the sexy bisexual part and not the vampire <laughs> part
0: <laughs> so is this one of those games where you where it's like all open and you don't know where you're going or is this very much sort of like scene to um, scene you're being moved in the direction you need to be going, and if you see what I mean.
2: It's it's a bit of both. They mm. they like they give you directions and stuff, but you kind of you're in. Yes, you, you have
0: to find things
2: too. You're in this big shell, which is two big like areas surrounded by six struts each, yeah. and you have to kind of make your way around these areas, avoiding Russian
0: militia that's
2: going mm. around.
0: So I might get um, a bit confused by it and not know what to do.
1: I yeah. I, I don't know whether it like tells you exactly what to do all the Yeah, time. sometimes it's a bit like you have to look
0: for something. Yeah. Um, it's, in those, it's in those times and places I just get lost and don't know yeah, what to yeah, do. And about to yeah, the game yeah. That's, done, that's for any listeners who are over the age of 45.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I reread one of my Yuri manga I like to read. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was called Virgin's Empire. Wonderful. It's, Why is it called Yuri manga? It means Lily i think it's like a a kind of code word it's 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 a substitute for lesbian right and it's probably one of the best mangas i've read so what was it called virgin's empire oh yeah it's kind of set in this like school Mm. and it's about just all these bunch of characters interacting with each other it kind of focuses and there's some that are like actual couples and there's some that aren't really and it's just i just i like the interactions and the characters Mm, Mm. nice there's one character called yamada kauru um whose whole thing is that she's like the sexiest person in the school (laughs) and she's just completely (laughs) confident and like basically every chapter starts with a random girl, and then she like meets one person who she actually falls in love with, and is immediately a complete loser. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> just constantly being like ignored by this person. <laughs> I like I like that, and that's pretty much what I've been doing. Well,
0: I've been so uh, you can find that online.
1: Uh, yeah, on, on dynastyscans.com. Ooh. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been uh, also mostly just playing a game. Which is uh, Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars Knights mm-hmm. of the Old Republic, mm-hmm. um, which uh, I think
0: we originally had on PC. Really? Yeah, when we first oh, had that game, oh, nice. all the way back. You you first played that on PC.
1: Oh yeah, I do think I remember that actually. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's really good. It's <laughs> like um, it's a bit glitchy and old, but <laughs> like that's part of the charm i think and it's getting a remake isn't it? a remaster yeah a remake i think a remake mm-hmm. which i'm really excited about because i uh, as long as they don't change too much yeah, of like mechanics yeah. and things because i mean they can they can they can change the combat because mm-hmm. that combat is <laughs> so like can get so boring because <laughs> it's very much that like turn based kind yeah, remember, of like yeah. thing and, and and like but not turn based in the way either of going it's your it's this person's turn then it's my turn i choose the thing mm. you just sort of go oh i'm going to do this next or you can just leave it mm. and and it sort of like does it for you <laughs> and it's kind of like well okay <laughs> but um <laughs> but, but apart, from that, apart from that the rest of the sort of like gameplay is very much the stuff i enjoy of sort of like being able to like choose who you want to be and sort of like you know, interacting with people, choosing dialogue options, and being like, uh, either being like, I'm, I'm a big Sith boy, I'm a big Sith boy, you better be scared of me, or, or being like, I'm nice, I'm nice, I'm gonna be a Jedi, <laughs> but uh, there are some bits where it kind of puts you too much on rails with dialogue options, because yeah. it's like, oh, you have to train in lightsaber mm. combat, so you have to agree to be a Jedi. Yeah, it was, sense. it was so funny, cause it, like, it comes up. When you when you meet the Jedi Council on um, Dantooine, you meet the Jedi Council and they're like, "Hey, um, so we've sensed that the Force is strong in you, and like we're down to teach you, even though you're too old." Uh, and then you get three dialogue options. One of them is, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'd love to be a Jedi. I'm a I'm a good bloke, and I love Jedi's." The middle one is like, "Ah, uh, yeah, I could be a Jedi. That sounds cool, but uh, I'm not too old. I'm not too old. Fuck you." <laughs> Uh, and then the third one is, yeah, I'll be a Jedi and follow the light. And the on- it's like almost the same, but the only difference is at the beginning, it says in brackets, lie. <laughs> <It's>, yeah,
3: <laughs> so either way, you right.
1: have to train as a Jedi, but you can pretend you're going to be good. Um... Lie. But it's a lie.
2: <laughs> That's one of my favourite things that happens in Disco Elysium. Yeah. It's when you get a dialogue option that just has lie next to it.
1: <laughs> it's fun. I like Star Wars. And I've got light- I've got two lightsabers now, so I'm happy. I think that might be the show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So um,
0: what are we watching
3: next
1: week? I think we're watching The Hidden Fortress. The Hidden Fortress. A Kurosawa movie. Kurosawa! Um which heavily inspired George Lucas to make Star Wars. So we're, we're, uh, we're, we're making just... good on our promise from the first episode of From Coppola to Kurosawa. Mm. Immediately. Immediately from Coppola to Kurosawa. We
2: were not referring to the range of movies we have No, no, hand. we were just <laughs> saying, like,
1: the next two ones are going to be Coppola and Kurosawa. <laughs> um, I hope you've enjoyed. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. 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 This is us. the end. Do-do-do, I do, do. only friend, the, the end. end. Subscribe. What are the words? This is the end. This is the end. Do-do-do, I do, do. only, only friend, friend, the end. This is the end everything that stands the end. My eyes again. what you just know <laughs> <picture laughs> what will be the end? <laughs> Thank you
2: for listening to Don't Talk About Film Club. Find us on the social media of your choice through the links in the description below. Keep talking about film, but whatever you do, don't Don't talk about 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 film. film. Bye.